This is the Average Guy Network, and you have found Home Gadget Geek show number 362, recorded on July 5th, 2018. Here at Home Gadget Geeks, we cover all the favorite tech gadgets and find news reviews, product updates, and conversation all for the average tech guy. I'm your host, Jim Carlson, broadcasting live from the average guy studios here in a very sweltering. We're talking a little bit about the show. Uh, Bellevue, Nebraska, of course, storm came through last night and really kind of brought the heat down a little bit, kind of makes it tolerable to uh, to, to be outside. We, uh, we grilled over the fourth weekend here, of course, you know, Independence Day. Here in the United States, man, it was super hot. I did like a two a or two p.m. grill, which is about the worst part of the day uh, to do a grill. Burgers, dogs, you know what you do. Some chicken for uh, for fourth, and uh, oh, super hot. So it's always good to have that cool down. No no tech deployed on that one. Just grilling. Of course, we post a show with world class show notes, and we'll have a bunch of links. If you haven't joined us in the Facebook group yet, you might want to do that. Facebook.com slash group slash the average guy. A lot of tonight's show, this is great, though, by the way, a lot of user fee or listener feedback. Thank you for sending your emails in. I got a bunch of that this week, which is pretty cool. So we'll be covering those. And then, of course, uh, I got some uh, some of the posts that you did in the Facebook group. Again, facebook.com slash group slash the average guy. Jump in there. A lot of great content, a lot of uh, good things uh, that land there. So if you're skeptical on Facebook, that's the only group you need to be a part of. But a lot of good information going on. Out there, so those are the links to everything we talk about will be in the show notes. Of course, you can join us live on our mobile app. I want to thank LastPass for their sponsorship of that app. You can get it, get access to it, super easy. HomeGadgetGeeks.com, and uh, you can. It's super easy and it's free. So don't don't forget when you're in the Apple Podcast app or now the new Google Podcast app. Allegedly, that's working. I think I'm in that. Emily can uh, maybe Emily, you can verify. I think she said I'm out there in the new Google Podcast app. You can subscribe, rate, and review if you want to do it there. Although I don't think they have a rate and review yet in that in the Google Podcast app. You can subscribe uh, on YouTube, hit the notification bell so you get notified when we go live or when we post uh, to the to the regular channel. And then, of course, if you're on Spreaker, you can follow us out there and you get an email whenever we go live. On Spreaker, yes, Emily, little solo show tonight. Mike forgot <laughs> to let me know he's out of town. So, oh, I don't know, 25 minutes before the show, I said, hey, y'all ready to go? And he was like, actually, I'm out of town. And I'm like, okay, well, not a big deal. We've got some material. I'll actually, a lot of the material we have tonight came from you. And so we'll spend some time working through that material. appreciate your emails. A great way to... Uh, communicate with me. I love to get your emails, love to communicate that way. Uh, this week, uh, maybe a record number. And they grabbed a few of those out of there to share uh, as part of the show. And so most of that, most of tonight will be what we get via email and then a few comments on some of the Facebook uh, uh, Facebook posts and then whatever you guys give me in the chat room. So we'll spend a little time going solo. Maybe not the longest show in the world, but uh I'm going to be out next week. My oldest son is getting married, and so and my mom is coming to town. You can't podcast the night your mom is in town. Like, just you just can't do it. She's going to be like, no, uh, you know, what are you doing? She's not going to understand. So no podcast last week or this week, actually. And I uh, appreciate you guys giving me the week off. All right, let's kind of dig in a little bit. We When we think about um, the communications, you guys, the email will go into the 
we'll bring into the email bag. Yeah, Emily says in the chat room, bring her on. Uh, no, no, my mom can barely hear. She it would be like, what? What? Every time I'd say something, what? And uh, I called her on the phone the other day. Man, it was just brutal. So she didn't have her hearing aids in. And uh, <laughs> Emily, what kind of questions? Would you, Emily says, I have, some, I have uh, some, some questions for her. Well, you, know, you can put those in the chat room. We'll start, maybe I'll ask her while she's here. She doesn't quite get what I do here on podcasting. It's kind of funny. She's just, she's almost 90. She's awesome, but, uh, you know, maybe not so much on the podcast stuff. She's like, what do you do there? I don't get that. But anyways, all right. Well, some emails coming in this week. Uh, Kwesi sent me a note. He said, uh, hey, Jim, sorry I missed the live show of uh, 361, but watched a few hours later. Enjoy the conversation on what you're comfortable fixing on things in the house. Uh, I too got to go to YouTube for those issues. Love to work on the computers. He says, I love to work on the computers, smartphones, tablets. Had an iPad mini where the screen broke in combination with YouTube and Google to find the parts. It was painful, but cheap, a cheap fix. Painful because you have to get through all the adhesive. That's right. You got to kind of warm those things up. A surface is not too different from that. It's hard to get into a Microsoft Surface. A lot of that is heat activated adhesion. And you got to work really hard. You got to heat them up and kind of jerry rig them until they until they kind of they come apart. Um, it is kind of messy. So yeah, that 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 um, the adhesion, the the glue they use could be pretty painful. And then getting it back together is a whole nother issue. But recently bought, he says, I recently bought an older MacBook as a backup and installed a new battery, upgraded RAM, put it in an internal SSD, all thanks to YouTube. Yeah, no, for sure. You can do a lot of that stuff. And it's I'm always surprised at just how um, generous people are with their time on YouTube. It's just amazing all the work they go in to put that in. So he says his next project will be upgrading the iMac with an internal SSD. Always a good, you know, if you, if you got a PC and you're looking at doing an upgrade, probably besides RAM, SSD is just one of those easy ones that uh, if you can back it up and put it in and get your OS running on it, it's great to do. Um, he, he says, he continues, he says, I just have to make sure I don't fall down the YouTube rabbit hole and watch unrelated content. Well, I'm the king of that. I, I watch a ton. So uh, it's easy to do for sure. He says, thanks for all you do and keep up the great work. So crazy. Appreciate your email in here. Neil sent me a note. He said, nice show today. I too find YouTube a great source of fix it wisdom. He says, uh, I for one hate working on engines. <laughs> I, I, uh, I don't disagree with engines and anything I have to crawl under or get upside down to work on. Um, I, I always seems like I'm always trying to work on those things last minute or in the heat of the day. And I'm just dripping sweat all over myself. Oh, that's, that's one of the things I hate for that. He says, unfortunately, our hill mower seems to demand a lot of, of his attention. And a mower, like a helicopter, is one of those kind of, it can be one of those tools that often doesn't work very well. It's always nasty and dirty, you know, it's kind of its job, so. He says, thanks for the show and your diverse view on the world. And Neil, thanks for your email. Always good to hear from you. I hear from Neil frequently, and I appreciate uh, the feedback we get. Been getting a lot of feedback, actually, on the show, kind of the content of it, the variety on it. A lot of you like it. And uh, so no no uh, plans of changing it. Um, we'll, we'll keep going with the variety. You guys like it. And so there's uh, there's no reason to kind of change it. All right. We also heard this week, I heard from Bill. Bill said, Jim, I never really write to podcasts I listen to uh, when I have the thoughts. However, a few things have come to my mind and I actually have some free time 
first uh, really been enjoying the new format. So Bill, appreciate that. It's more along the lines of what I always hoped the show would be. Well, it's good to hear that we're, we're going in that direction. I hope that you will continue to get good ideas from the audience and carry it forward. Yeah, me too. And of course, you know, we don't, we can't do it if you guys aren't communicating with us. So I appreciate that. Uh, he says, he continues, he says, the main reason I wanted to write, it was in response to your discussion at the end of last week's show, you and Mike were discussing engaging young, young folks in coding slash technology. The discussion turned to transportation. You floated the idea of Uber. I wanted to let you know about a Uber feature called Uber Events. And I, I never heard of this before. Uh, he goes on to say, I've never seen an advertisement for it. However, I've used it a few times for, for work events. Uh, where I want to ensure my staff has safe transportation. It allows you to set up a window of time, the credit available with a limit on the ride cost. You can enter a list of people and it will send out unique codes or you can have it generate one code. I also let you set up a, a limit for the entire event. I think this is an outstanding service. I wish more people knew about it. And then he sent me the link, uber.com slash events. Bill says, thanks for the great show. Keep up the great work. Bill, thanks for that. So Uber events, um, pretty, like, I, I need to look into this. Uh, the discussion was because we work with high school students in the near north side, and they don't have any transportation here in Omaha to really get where they need to be. We were talking about using the bus. There was a bunch of students who take the bus on a regular basis to do this summer program. I couldn't believe it. I was, I was really shocked because I didn't think the bus would work. So this, but I'd rather have an Uber. Uh, especially because the rights wouldn't be that expensive. And uh, maybe an option uh, for, to get students here a little bit cheaper than a $30 bus pass. I'll have to look into that per person. I think that's what our bus passes are. Maybe I can get some deals on those. Or just, I don't know, find a way. It's It would, it would literally cost them maybe $2 a month to make it into Gallup a couple times. Maybe not that. Maybe a little bit more than that. So, um, Yeah. So Uber events, thanks for, for bringing that up, Bill. I'm actually going to look into that. We are going to start our interns of the next wave of high school interns. We'll start here at the end of September. That'll be here before you know it. It'll be fall. We'll be complaining about the cold weather coming. And uh, we'll give it a shot. See see how it goes. Uber.com slash events. I don't know. What, what do you think? This sounds like a great service just for anybody if you wanted to get people from one place to another, kind of control the cost, see how it goes. We'll give it a, we'll give it a try. I had mentioned in the beginning of the show that uh, Emily wanted to ask some questions from my mom. And so here, Emily says, questions for Jim's mom. Uh, was Jim always a gadget geek? Yeah, Emily, I had a, I had a, uh, you know, I had a computer even back in the eighties, TRS 80. No, that's not what I had. I did Timex Sinclair 1000. That's what I had. Um, so yeah, I love the gadgets. I never had enough money for them. That was the problem. So, and, um, I went, I wonder, uh, Emily also asked, what was his favorite gadgety toy as a kid? I don't know. That's a good question. Probably that computer. I love playing computer games when I was there, which is interesting because I don't anymore. You know, I don't, I don't very, I don't play very many games, watch a lot of YouTube videos though. Did he take things apart in the house just to see how they'd work? So I got this bike brand new for my parents. And I don't know, I'd had maybe had it three months and I got this wild hair to just take it all apart. And then I couldn't get it back together. And I was such in a panic. I felt so bad that I had pulled this thing all the way apart. I was, just, I was super interested in how things worked. We just pulled it apart, brand new bike. And I just, 
took the whole thing apart because I wanted to see how it worked. That bike was purple, by the way. Um, that that bike would become the source of a nickname. So the bike was purple. You guys remember the the character from McDonald's, the purple thing, whatever he is, the purple blob that they call Grimace, right? So they, my my um, neighborhood friends started calling me Grimace, and that got shortened to Grim when I was in high school. So I got called Grim, which is yeah, Grim Jim, kind of works out, right? So uh, Mark says his first or what he messed around with a Vic twenty. Uh, Commodore 64, Atari. Yeah, I never, all my friends had those. I just didn't have the money for those. It was too, I just, yeah, we just didn't know. I should have, you know, I was working. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't prioritize my, my gadget purchasing right. Should have done more. Lopta says games on the TS-1000 were pretty limited. Yeah, they were. The, uh, they were not, I think that was a T, what was that? A TZ? No, a, a Z81, I think is what that was called in, in the UK. Something like that. That uh, that that Timex Sinclair one thousand. So it was um, it was pr- pretty revolutionary when it came out. There was not a lot in it though. So so Emily, great questions. I'll ask my mom that. See if she has any any recollection to ZX. Yeah. See if she has any res uh, any recollections of those questions. Thanks for sending them in. Um, Lop just says that Timex Sinclair one thousand. It's a ZX eighty one. And then um, Mark Robson says, first MIDI music I ever heard took five minutes to load a song. But wow. Yeah. Now some good, some good, uh, some good times. All right. Hey, we want to thank you for your emails that you send in. You can send them to Jim at the average guy TV. Great way to get those into me. And I appreciate the feedback that you give, but Bill, that, that Uber feedback may be the best I've got so far. So I appreciate it. Couple things from the Facebook group. Well, one was a weaker found this actually. Uh, he actually found a post uh, out there. Let me see if I can find it on my screen. Now I'm getting a bunch of uh, people trying to communicate with me on Facebook. So the the uh, it's a YouTube video. It says home security reaches new heights with drones. So someone stole my idea. Although I didn't really think it was just my idea. But, you know, remember we've been talking about the ability when, when sensors, home sensors uh, sense something's going on, it launches a drone and the drone goes up and, and starts, you know, taking footage and alerting you that something's going on. These sensors look like little lights in the, the link will be in the show notes uh, if you want to go out there and, and take a peek at it. But these, uh, the sensors around the neighborhood or around your yard look like little lights and they're supposed to tell the difference between you and the dog and an intruder. I don't know how that works. Maybe AI and machine learning. If you really want to know what AI and machine learning is, we did Cyber Frontiers, uh, the newest episode of Cyber Frontiers, which, by the way, will we do one next week? Let me think. This is the fourth. Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe. I'll have to look it up again. I think so. Next Monday, if you uh, watch Twitter, and uh, you'll see if we're going to do Cyber Frontiers. But shoots the drone up in the air. Now, there's con- some some concerns. Like, the neighbors are like, hey, is it, and this thing in the air, is it shooting, you know, pictures of everything? And so there was a little concern around that, but no, apparently not. It's uh, allegedly this drone. You set, you do some things where you set it up, or it uh, just stays trained on your house. But it's that exact same thing that we that I've been talking about. Like, you know, the drone sits in a box, and when it senses something, the lid comes open, and the drone shoots out of it, and uh, and starts filming what's going on around there. I think that's pretty cool. So, Mike, thanks for sharing that with us. That's that's a, that's a pretty cool little drone and a pretty good little idea. This Bay Area company's 
doing this. Let me see if I can get some information. Um, well, the information's in the email. Or I mean, I'm sorry, is in the YouTube video. So head out to theaverageguy.tv, find in the show notes. This is HGG362, and you can see where someone stole my idea and put it up. I, I, I didn't think it was going to be that long before it got done. So that link will be in the show notes if you want to go watch that video. Chris had also sent, uh, had also dropped one in the Facebook group. He says, has anyone seen this product? It seems pretty neat, but not quite there yet when it comes to integrating with digital assistants. So it's a a company called DACBoard, D-A-K-B-O-A-R-D. If you go to DACBoard, D-A-K-B-O-A-R-D.com, you can kind of see they have this $99 device plugs into a big screen. You can buy the TV from them if you want. But in, in most cases, the device itself is, is a hundred dollars and you plug it in and it creates a big old basically tablet for you. Right. So you've got weather and time. It can integrate with your schedule. It'll show it's got some really beautiful pictures on it. That'll show kind of an update, give you some updated uh, news and information on it. And uh, first I had seen, uh, it'll run on a laptop, it'll run on a tablet, you can use a Raspberry Pi, you can use their, um, you can buy their CPU. And I think what they make the, the their money on, um, yeah, they sell a little bit of hardware, but uh, is, in their, is in the services of it. So you can get a free account, you can, that includes, so you can try this if you want, uh, if, you, if you got the equipment. In fact, maybe I should try it on this PC that's right here. This one that's right over my right shoulder. So if you're watching, if you're listening to the audio, you don't see it. But I always have a PC on right there. Actually, it's touchscreen. Maybe I'll do that after the show. That would have been a good idea. Um, For free, I can set up one screen, get a free account from them. And there's a bunch of things that I can do with it, make it available there with some some of their services. They have a premium $5 a month, professional $50 a month, and an enterprise plan that lets you put it on up to 100 screens. If you wanted to coordinate those all around your building or get that set up in, in a certain way. So Chris is kind of wondering, you know, is this ready for prime time? Is it uh, ready for, is this, is this thing ready? So Chris, I didn't even think about it till right now. Like I've got, that's sitting on right now. That's a, a kangaroo. One of those kangaroo PCs runs this touchscreen right here. I really just use it as a display behind me, but that'd be a perfect uh, kind of test case for this, this DAC board. So maybe I'll set that up right after the show. D-A-K-B-O-A-R-D. Give it a look. Uh, apparently, though, it's still not quite digital assistant friendly. So maybe some work to do to get that done. I, I think this is the space that Amazon is trying to be in, right? They've got some of these assistants with a screen. And uh, and so they, I think they're trying to do it as well. Chris, I'd never seen this before, this DAC board. So um, I'm probably not pronouncing it right, but uh, you, you can give it a look. Let me know what you think. Uh, drop it in the Facebook group. You can just add it on to Chris's post that is there. Um, is that something, you know, I've always wanted some kind of digital interface that would actually work. And uh, I've been trying a few things. I've just never really got it to work. You know, it reminds me of kind of the NVIDIA Shield in some ways, right? That's running a version of Android. The update, I just got the update on the NVIDIA Shield. And you can, you know, just talk into the remote or it's it's got the digital, it's got the, you know, okay, Google. A digital assistant in it, and you can um, you can use that for search, search what's on the, you know, on the on the shield, some of those kinds of things. So it kind of reminds me of that. That interface has Chromecast built in it. It built into it the Nvidia Shield. So you could uh, it's more of a media device than it is an assistant. So this is maybe the where where those are uh, a, a little bit different. Um, 
Justin Simmons in the, in Facebook says, I, I don't have the product as, a, as, as in the physical. I do have a subscription to their software, though. And I'd have to concur with the analysis. It's not quite ready yet. There are a few things that need to be worked on or otherwise re reworked. He says, uh, what I'm thinking of here is specifically the calendar usage. The views for those who have multiple calendars does not work so so well if you have um, or if you are waiting, wanting to show calendars for multiple people, a column view would work much better than what they have now. It's always hard to um, it's always hard to get that calendar view. It's especially hard to get these things working for multiple people. That that's a real common problem um, across the board. He also says there needs a bit of functionality, family uh, family reminder function. That's not um, list sim simply to state what's happening that day. He says the final thing is it really needs to be on a touch screen and touch responsive. So that way, when something has to be done, say, put out the bins, you can simply walk up to the touch item on the list. Market is done. I did not know what they're working on, but recently added one of the other major things I wanted, multiple screens per account. So now, in theory, I could customize one for each person of the bedroom, a generic in the bathroom or something not played to. Much just poked and prodded a little. So uh, Justin gave that a try. And and um, Ernesto said, I set up a free account and have been playing with it on the website. Let's you view the dashboard there. I have to say, it's pretty nice. I was able to add a few calendars under the free and set up my Flickr for the photos. I can easily just see this thing hanging on home um, for my wall for everyone to see. I have not been a big calendar guy this way. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's my personality or what, but I have just not been as inclined to have digital calendars. We've tried it. We put the kangaroo in the kitchen. I tried family calendars. I tried displaying them there. I don't know. Just didn't work real well for me. So, you know, maybe for you, maybe that works. I, I don't know. Maybe my life's just not busy enough that I need a calendar <laughs> uh, like that kind of out, out in the open. So, Chris, thanks for throwing that in there, Dakboard. Thanks for doing that. Appreciate it. Maybe, like I said, maybe I'll give it a try. Uh, kind of right here. John Biggs had posted a recipe for some uh, bacon-wrapped jalapeno stuff that's delicious. Well, we won't go into that, but it gave me an idea. You know, do do I need to start a separate, like, home grilling geeks? <laughs> Does that, is that what needs to be ha happening on this thing? It would be HGG, you know. So does it, uh, do we need home grilling geeks? I don't know. Somebody look on. Somebody go out there and look on uh, Hover or or wherever and see if it's available. I don't know. It uh, it would be interesting to see um, one if it is available. If Mike was here, I'd ask him a question. Then I'd go find it. But uh, we've been talking so much about food. I really actually won't talk that much more about it here tonight. But we've been talking so much about food. It seems that a lot um, a lot of geeks like food. By the way. The, the grilling, um, <laughs> Emily says, does that mean another night live? Uh, and if, if so, then yes. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I could do another live night, Emily. Um, but it seems to be that geeks and food go pretty well together. And I've gotten a lot of, gotten a lot of feedback from you. And actually the most engagement. Okay. Well, and Emily says it's available. Um, I've gotten the most engagement from uh, from food, the food shows, which is crazy. We have the podcast listed over at mix cloud or one of those, one of those services and the last barbecue show with no very, very little, almost none, no advertising on that platform. 
uh, did three or 400 and I typically get 10. So, uh, boy, the grilling sure seems to be popular home grilling geeks. Maybe after the show, I'll go buy it and, uh, and at least have it. Um, yeah, I would go, I would go home grilling geeks.com for that one. Not, uh, not TV. I did the average guy.tv cause I couldn't get the average guy.com. That's that, that would have been my initial when TV was available and Leo Laporte had done twit.tv. I thought, well, Let's jump on that bag and bandwagon. Maybe that's the way it'll go. It never did. Didn't go that way. Uh, most TV, it just didn't. For I thought for podcasting, that'd be a trend. And it, uh, it wasn't a trend at all. So uh, no luck on that one. Mark also put in the Facebook group. Uh, he got himself a new microphone. So uh, a, a Fifine K669 USB wired microphone. Uh, condenser version of it. And, uh, and spent 30 bucks on it. So... Mark will be on here a later bit, later bit. What is that? A little bit later in the fall. And give us an opportunity to see how that thing sounds on the podcast. USB. Here, I'll throw the link to it in the chat room to here if you're listening live. And uh, let Mark, we'll, we'll see how well it works for 30 bucks. Not a bad deal. And uh, GearBest, it's over at GearBest and GearBest.com. No affiliate link over there, but... Um, <laughs> Emily says home grilling geeks dot sucks is available for $329. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah, no, I, I don't, I probably won't buy that. Mark also says he picked up the arm for it too. So good, Mark. Well, it's a condenser mic. So you want to get it right up on it. Be close to it because it'll also pick up a lot of noise around you. So we'll have to kind of, we'll have to kind of watch for that when you come on the show. We will do a grilling show here in the fall. We'll get Mike and Mark back on. Uh, we'll get Mike Weger, Mike Howard, Mark Robson back on the show. And uh, we'll talk about our grill falling. I, uh, Mark, I, um, I told Sarah, you know, I've got this old grill that I've had since like 94. And uh, I, for the first time, I've loved grilling on that thing. And I don't know why, but for the first time, I've been thinking about a bigger grill. So maybe it's you. That's uh, that uh, maybe looking at all those Traegers has convinced me uh, it's time to get maybe maybe it's time to get a bigger, more more tech savvy. I feel like I'm driving a Ford Pinto, just to be honest with you, with the little sunbeam. But man, I cook up, I cook the crap out of that thing. So it'll be, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe not this, maybe this year. Sarah actually gave me permission to buy a new one. She was just like, Could you just go buy a new one. We're having a wedding and family coming in, so maybe now is not the time. But maybe I'll look in the fall uh, for some deals as the local guys are are getting rid of them. And, um, yeah, maybe so. Uh, one last thing, if you're into the storage, Western Digital has updated their My, My Book Duo, if you haven't been following those. I found that uh, pretty pretty amazing. Let me throw this link in the – that will be in the show notes for you. Let me show, Let me throw that in the chat room those guys uh you know when we think about backup not everybody wants to build a big old you know a big old uh home server um i'm always surprised western digital is still in this space like i apparently there must be enough there enough people are buying these things uh, this is a two little drive and i shouldn't say little two drive book does some does a little raid on them and uh it kind of does it all for you you don't even have to think about it the, the it, it it supports most of the raid modes that are out there. Has um it's got a USB C port with all the cables included, so it it plugs into just about anything. Supports 
USB 3.1, Gen 1, 3.0, 2.0. It's got two USB 3 Type A hubs available for it. If you want to go on, it's pretty good. You can. It starts with a RAID 0. You can put a RAID 1 on it. It cracked me up, though. The 20 terabyte version of it is 800 bucks. So, you know, you think, well, okay, 20 terabytes. It's still pretty good. Those 210, 210 drives in there. Uh, it comes out of the box RAID 0. And, uh, yeah, uh, other Jim says, by now, by now, it'll never be patched. I, th- I think that's been, um, uh, that's been kind of the story of Western Digital. I'm just not sure they're, they're getting back to their devices. Good looking device and, and, um, uh, pretty, pretty good size and lots of functionality on it. That 20, like I said, that 20 terabyte is, uh, 800 bucks, but the four terabyte starts at 259. I've been buying the eight terabyte drives for 150. So throw two of those together and, um, you know, you, st- you kind of start thinking, oh, four terabytes. Although you get a, you get a, you know, you get a backbone on this thing, something that's got some hardware on it. So it would be a cheap NAS without any of the NAS stuff. I don't know. You could QNAP, a two drive QNAP. Probably comes at this course. The drives and the the storage is included. So some, I mean, if you need backup and you don't want to mess with it, uh, may, may, maybe not uh, too bad of an option. I don't know. We we talk a little bit about home home server home home storage stuff. I have never messed with one of these desktop RAID configurations from from Western Digital. Wouldn't mind having it. I guess I'd give it a try. But uh, I don't know. What do you think? What do you what are you using? Actually, this would be a good email question this week. What are you using? It'll take us two weeks to get back to you. But what are you using for home storage? How much do you got? How full is it? Like how big is it? How full is it? And then what is it? How many drives? What are you putting together? This week, I was uh, hanging out with Ken online. I've been spending a lot of time with Ken working on Burst. He actually got me thinking about. So I had this. I have this HP N40L that, uh, but it's old. I really wasn't doing anything with it. And he was like, well, let's maybe we could throw some burst drives, you know, throw some additional hard drives in it and do some burst mining on it. He actually taught me how to do burst on with two miners. And I've set up two more, so I have four at this point. But um uh so we got the N40 running on that. I threw some drives in. It was kind of fun to kind of work with those drives. Actually, I pulled three three terabyte drives out of the Drobo and replaced them with smaller drives that worked for me and redeployed those three terabyte drives into some other machines. So I could take use of the nine terabytes there, but what are you doing? What do you have? Send me, send it to me in an email so I can get it in the show notes. Jim at the average guy.tv. What do you have? What's your backbone? How many drives? How big are they? And how full is it? Like maybe, maybe give me some idea of what you're using it for. Love to hear about that when we think about home backup and home storage. It's been a while since we've done that. When I come back from the break, uh, we'll we'll spend a little time talking about storage and backup. Send that to me, Jim at the average guy. Um, dot TV. All right. That's all I got. Quick show tonight, maybe 35 minutes or so. Appreciate you guys coming into the chat room. Um, without Mike, um, yeah, short stuff. I don't know. Been a little interesting. I'm probably not. I'm probably super boring without Mike. Who knows? My voice isn't doing real well. So, and we got my my son Tim. I've, we talked about this before. He's in. He's a Marine. He's in California. He's here. So it's probably good. I cut this off a little bit early tonight and uh, and go hang out with him. We did. I'll do a short little bit of crypto here at the very end to give an update. 
Ken, like I mentioned, Ken's been doing a ton of work with me and uh, I want to give him some props. And so stay around for a little bit of, uh, we'll spend the next 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes talking crypto that I'll throw into a little post show, make that available as well. Don't forget, if you want to listen to that, I've got a bunch of a bunch of them are out on our Patreon link. So if you go to the average guy.tv slash Patreon, that'll get you there. There's a Patreon link right there on the page. Um, they're all available for free. You don't, well, I shouldn't say all of them. Some of the most recent ones are available for free. So you can go out and listen to them. Uh, big thanks, uh, this week. Uh, one of our listeners, let me, let me quick pull up his name while I got the time. Bill, Bill, you know who you are. Appreciate it. Actually, Bill sent in the, the feedback from earlier today. Bill, Andy, uh, Amar, Tim, uh, you guys all have jumped on John. You guys have all jumped on recently to Patreon. So appreciate you guys doing that. The average guy.tv slash Patreon get you on there as well. I mentioned the email, send me an email, Jim at the average guy.tv track me down on Twitter at Jay Collison. Don't forget the average guy.tv, both web and media hosting, uh, hosted by Maple Grove partners, get secure, reliable, high-speed hosting from people that you know, and you trust and super rock solid. Plans start as little as $10 a month. Maple Grove, Par Every, everybody should be using this. MapleGrovePartners.com. And then don't forget our app, Android, iPhone, available on both. Totally free. In fact, I'll reach out to LastPass to see if they want to sponsor for another year. You never know. I always keep thinking they won't, but you never know. Maybe they'll come back for one more year. We thank LastPass for their sponsorship of that app as well. All right. We'll be back in two weeks. And uh, we will, uh, yeah, two weeks, taking the week off next week, back in two weeks with Uyghur. We'll have some more for you. In the meantime, load us up in the Facebook group, theaverageguy.tv slash groups slash, no, facebook.com slash the average, no, facebook.com slash groups slash the average guy. There we go. And then, or send me an email, jim at theaverageguy.tv. Load us up. We'll have a whole show, just your feedback, your ideas, your questions. Bill, again, thanks for that Uber. That's going to be a big deal, I think. That's going to, that, that, that may answer a ton of questions for me. So that kind of stuff is uh, super helpful. By the way, I got, a, uh, I got a, a note from somebody this week. They're going to try out HelloFresh. We just got our HelloFresh order on Tuesday, put it in the fridge, cooked one tonight, breaded chicken. It was super awesome. My, my kids made it, which is the awesome part about HelloFresh. My daughter, 19, my son, 21. They made dinner tonight. I said, hey, guys. Oh, I, I, I didn't tell you guys early on. I had this huge networking problem. Uh, about midnight last night, whole network went down again. You know, I told you guys I got a new got a new switch, big new switch. Couldn't figure out. In fact, I still don't really know what's wrong. I think I had a big IP conflict. I had 20 new devices in the house this weekend as everybody came over with two or three devices, right? Phones, tablets, new computers. We had all kinds of, we had all kinds of, you know, gadgets here. Uh, yesterday and about 1230 went down. I was asleep. Ken sent me a note. Hey, you know, you're offline. I didn't get it until the morning. So, um, so this morning about seven, I'm trying to troubleshoot. I could not get that thing working. I just couldn't, I could not get the network up. It just, it must be an IP conflict somewhere. I've gone back in. So, so a couple things. So I let it go all day, which is kind of a bummer, especially with burst mining. I lost, you know, eight hours of burst mining, but it's all right. A uh, couple things I did. I got home. I labeled. Um, <laughs> yeah, Loftus says, have you ever considered setting fire to your Ethernet switch? No, this is a brand new one. I, I don't think it's. A, actually, I don't think it was the old switches either. I think it was me. I don't know. Um, I've got a bunch of equipment out in the living room on another switch out there. And I think I was getting some IP conflicts. But um, 
Uh, so a couple things learned in that one, I labeled everything. What I didn't, I had cables, you know, I got wires come in. I have no idea what they go to. So I spent a bunch of time labeling the connections. I shouldn't say bunch, probably half an hour. Got that done. Two, I set a manual IP for everything. And I, I used to do that. And I know some of you, have, you do that as well. You got a spreadsheet, right? And in it is, you know, one to 255. And you've got all your devices labeled and you've set them all manual so that they don't move around, right? And conflict. So uh, there's that, right? So I spent a bunch of time getting everything in a spreadsheet so I know where everything um, kind of is at. And then I put them all, I, I create static addresses for them. So we'll see if that works. I'm up and running. I got good bandwidth tonight. Everything seems to be up and running. I really do think it is my uh, issue here. I've been sloppy about my networking. I've just been super sloppy. Not uh, just kind of plugging stuff in. woo you know, unplugging, plugging. Even when I was troubleshooting this thing this morning. Of course, you know, it never happens at a convenient time. My wife had a, she was watching a webcast today here at the house. And she's like, am I going to be able to watch that? Well, what was interesting is the, I know it wasn't the Bitdefender box because Wi-Fi still worked. So it had to be my networking down here. So unplugged to get to it. I just unplugged everything. And as I was rewiring one at a time, label, plug it back in, check it, lock it in, call it good. Well, so far so good. No, no issues on that. That's really the first time it's dropped me hard like that where I couldn't, I couldn't get anything working. I got home, the kids had gone on. <laughs> Jumped on the Wi-Fi with their laptop, put the tele or put the uh, TV on the laptop, and we're watching movies that way. So they got it done. So I'm hoping at this point. What I, what I really liked, actually, when I got the new that new TP link, it uh, made the Zycells a little. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. It made those. I can move those out to the fringe now, get a few more ports out on the edge. So that actually worked out um, really uh, pretty well for me. So that's pretty cool. Tony says in the chat room, uh, see, I've upgraded about five terabytes uploaded since I got fiber recently. Never could have done that with Spectrum. Yeah, moving, moving. I, Tony, I, I took a month uh, of unlimited and I moved almost three and a half terabytes of uh, backup data up into the cloud. I couldn't believe I used that much data. So, um, yeah, so it was kind of a, I learned some stuff. I Hopefully I got my network figured out at this point kind of weird that it did it like worked all day it's been working great since i put the new switch in been working great i don't think it's a switch 12 30 everybody's in bed like we haven't been on the like everybody went to bed i went to bed at 11 so nobody's even on just down it went i could not get it back up but uh, took it apart this afternoon got it figured out so so pretty good okay well i should have was going to tell you that in the beginning of the show and i totally forgot we are live 8 p.m central 9 eastern out here at the average guy at tv live spent a few minutes doing crypto thanks for coming out tonight guys sorry about not having mike with me a little solo show hope that's okay we'll get you updated on some stuff i just didn't want you to go two weeks without a show thanks for coming out if you're joining us live stay around for a little post show that was a goodbye everybody